listening to Ouija Broads. This is Liz. This is Devin. And I had to just jump us right in because we were starting to talk about what ASMR videos we like and don't like because we were both getting very self-conscious and weird about our voices. (laughs) (laughs) Liz, Liz, what's ASMR in case people Um, don't know? Autonomic Sensory Meridian Response. Is that what it stands for? It's basically (laughs) um, videos on YouTube where people talk soothingly or like pretend to do things that are soothing because if you're a person who gets tingles from certain Mm -hmm. things, maybe you'll get tingles from the videos. Mm -hmm. And it sounds Mm -hmm. like the weirdest thing, which I mean is on brand. I mean, it's It's totally on brand. I have a hard time explaining it, but, like, I always have really liked it when people try to sell me cosmetics. <laughs> that yes. sounds so weird and fetishy, but I just find it really relaxing to... Kind of like Bob Ross. You're like, if somebody is just oh, really yes. relaxed and having a good time and explaining what they're yeah. doing in a calm voice, I'm like, well, I'm going to fall yeah. asleep now. Oh, yeah, I'll fall asleep. At- no, like, I love people, like you said, sell me cosmetics because I just want you to use that big, fat blush brush all yes. over my face. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, God. Did you, in elementary school, did you do the, like, there's an egg on your head and yes. the yolk is running? Yeah, so that'll give me shivers, too. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good one. There was that brief phase from, like, fourth to sixth grade where all girls are just little chimpanzees oh, and are constantly, like, petting each other and yep. scratching each other's back. Did yep. you do the thing where you would draw on each other's backs and you'd have to, like, yep. figure out what the picture was? Um, I didn't do that in school, but my mom did that with my brother and I as kiddos. So that's something I do to Jason, too. I spell out dirty words on his back, and I try to get him to guess what they are. Uh, he, won't, he won't do the fake cracking an egg on my head, so I have to get the ASMR fix from YouTube. What are the ones that they did in your school? Because we went to different elementary schools on opposite sides of the country. On totally different coasts. Uh, we did, so it was, you cracked the egg on somebody's head, and then your mm-hmm. hand was the yolk. Yeah. Um, and I know there was that whole rhyme, but I can honestly only remember it from The Office. Thank you, Dwight, for giving Michael the shivers and reminding me of my childhood. Oh, they did um, it on The Office. I forgot that. Yeah. Dwight gives Michael the shivers one day. Um, <laughs> yeah. So and then it was like there's a knife in your back. So you kind of uh-huh. pound on somebody's back and then you do the more blood down your back. Um, yeah. And we did oranges on your shoulders and the juice what would was run that? down. No, nobody ever touched my shoulders. That's the mm-hmm. thing I want now. Um, what else? Mostly we just braided a lot of hair, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was good. There was a version of it that I'm sure somebody like imported into recess for us, which was yeah. um, you would stand somebody like on the end of a sandbox and do this. And the idea was that you were like hypnotizing them. And then you'd okay. tell them that they were standing on the top of the Empire State Building. You'd like describe it. And then somebody gives you a little push and then you push oh them God. and they fall off the end of uh, off oh the edge of the God. sandbox and they were supposed to think that they were falling really far and i was like i don't care i'll put up with that if you're gonna like pet my if back t- yeah <laughs> it tickled me for a while <laughs> you're so easy yeah <laughs> i love it Oh, I love it. No, though, can can that be a thing? Like, can I go to a dentist office where they're like, we're going to work on your teeth. However, the perk is that somebody just, like, rubs your shins mm-hmm. and your feet while we work on your teeth. Or, you know, there's a hole in the, it's like a massage table, and your ponytail hangs through the hole where your face should be. And I'll just play <laughs> with your hair while you get your teeth done. Wow, you would not need any anesthetic or anything. Mm-mm. It would be so oh. good. 
We did one nope. too on the playground where it was like you would lie somebody down. All, all preteen girls are witches. I don't know if people who oh. have never been a preteen girl knew yeah. this, but they're 100%. all witches. Um, 100% are witches whether they know it or not. But yeah. we would do this thing where we would pretend to like use your finger to like, I'm, I'm gotta keep my face near the you're mic because sh- I'm yeah, like, right, but you're demonstrating it leaning down to demonstrate yeah and Mm -hmm. like run your fingers and say it was the sandman and he was like he would like cut open your limbs and fill them with sand and to and you'd like do it to every limb and like try to i don't know why we were always trying to hypnotize people i don't know what we thought we were gonna do i don't yeah once you have someone hypnotized and they're under your control then what then you do light as a feather stiff as a board i guess i never played that did you yeah it didn't work Weird. Surprising. Mm-hmm. Shocking. You weren't, you weren't witchy enough. Yeah. You know? I didn't own enough um, Hot Topic stuff. No, not at that time. You needed more crystals. <laughs> Set it up in a grid. Oh um, my god. Do you know you... how much money I would spend if I were rich on people doing like all that woo shit? Like crystal therapy and stuff? Yep. Oh my god. Yep. It'd be so relaxing. There's a group of women I met in Salem and they're so yes yes go on <laughs> they're so are people oh my god well so i took a flower magic walking tour with grace who uh makes flower essences and just i mean she knows everything about flowers and she's just so like naturey and hippie and wears these like flowing strapless dresses i mean she's like totally modern witch she's got the curly hair but she's also really hip and wears these bright colors i mean she's a flower herself i loved it and then melissa owns now age which is if you want to do walking tours but you want them like hip and witchy and really fucking cool (laughs) you go to now age and she did a history tour of salem and they were like all these buildings that used to be there. So it was ghosts of Salem. And so she had a picture of the building and you went to the site where that building used to be. And she talked to you about the now and then aspects of it. Okay. That's a nice way to handle the fact that the building is not there. Right. I thought it was a really cool way to, to tie in old and new, but they've got this space and they offer Reiki crystal therapy. um, Oh, hell yeah. I mean, any, anything. And I'm just like, as soon as I am rich, Melissa and Grace, I'm going to set you women up. Because I will spend all of my riches mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Just, I want you to pass feathers over my body. I want you to lay out crystals on me. I want you to channel energy mm-hmm. through your hands or whatever it is you do. Balance you my chakras. Balance them the fuck out. Because I think they are misaligned. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to be rich and just spend my money on stuff like I that. I know my chakras must be misaligned because I've never paid anybody to align them. Well, Liz. Think about it. God, woman. Oh, you've got so many thetans. You really Uh need to join the Church of Scientology and pay money to have those (laughs) taken out of you. Um, I should say that. Yeah, right? Right? You're not a celebrity. Um, To anybody listening, I don't mean to put this on the same level because I believe the fuck in crystals and I don't believe the fuck in Scientology. Yeah. But Liz, you're you're probably full of thetans. I'm probably full of something. Or whatever they're called. (laughs) <laughs> piss and vinegar <laughs> how do you get that out liz we're 12 minutes into this and i haven't let you tell your story i'm just talking to you about asmr and i love talking head- to you now. <laughs> yeah i love talking to you too had to roll my pants down so that i can laugh 
Oh, I get serious tinglies from people reading my palm. I love this so oh, much. I've never had someone read my palm who's an actual palmist. I've had one tarot reading by like someone who professionally reads tarot. Ooh. Um, and I've had my palm read by uh, like you, you know, friends, <laughs> people who like play around with it, but don't try to make their bread and butter out of that. Yeah. So when did you get your palm read? Oh, like fair? forever ago. Yeah. I'm sure it like pig out in the park or something. Yeah. And of course it's just like some bored lady who's like, oh, the oh, special yeah. person you're thinking of, he's thinking of you also. Your <laughs> luck is going to change for the better. Your thing that you're frustrated about is going to go away. But you're just like, <sighs> <laughs> touch my hand again. Right? Oh, God, I love being the star. <laughs> love it. I think that's why I did burlesque. Because it was like three minutes I was guaranteed everybody was looking at me. Uh, three minutes, maybe. I, I get worn out teaching because it's two and a half hours. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh God. This podcast is sufficient evidence that I can't even go an hour without saying something stupid. So I know <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. It is. You got to keep that shit under wraps for two and a half hours. Okay, I'm going to jump into the story. See how I did that? Okay. So I can just edit that in wherever. Uh, <laughs> I'm so You're not going clever. to. I'm not. You're not going to. You're just going to let all that shit ride. I'm going to let people see behind the curtain here. I, I listen to our episodes and I'm like, fuck, I thought Liz was going to edit out all my takes. She just put it in there and we're reading from running starts at it. Yes, it's funny. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, jump right in, my friend. Okay. And of course, I had to go look up something real quick because I'm like, there's no year on this. All right. So here's the year. It's 1954. And this man, whose name is Gerald Wayne Barnes, is arrested for forging his employer's name on checks. And his employer is presumably like a restaurant or some kind of institution because he's a dishwasher. And they haul him up in court in... uh, Let's see. What do they haul him up in court? Um, okay, so the story actually starts in Santa Monica, which you'll find out okay. why it's in our territory in a little bit. Uh, so Jerry, Gerald Wayne Barnes, who's 26 at this point, they take him to court and they're like, yeah, you forged checks. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. So he comes up with this defense, which is interesting. He doesn't say, I didn't do it. And he doesn't say, I did do it, go easy on me. He Uh says, you have no jurisdiction over me because I'm the crown prince regent of Thulia. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bold move. Prince Yeah. Let's see how it plays out. (laughs) And he says, okay, they're like, go on. He says, Thulia is a kingdom that goes from Kansas to the Oregon coast. And all the way down to San Francisco. What? And he says, Thulia is this kingdom. And King Ferdinand of Spain gave this kingdom to my great-great-grandfather. And my father is actually the emperor, but he lives in Canada. <laughs> so wow. I'm the crown prince, and you don't have okay. any authority over me. I'm royalty. Okay. And they're like, Okay. Uh, yeah. And he's like, you need to take this up with the president. You need to take this up with the governor. You need to take this up with the secretary of state because I am 
a sovereign nation and you cannot like put your American oh laws on me because I am a Thulian. Oh I'm the prince God. of Thulia, in fact. And he's like the natural man. What's the natural man? Oh, it's that dude. You see him on YouTube all the time. He's dressed in like coonskins and shit. And he's always like, I don't have to pay these parking t- tickets because I am the natural man. And like he lives outside. <laughs> he's he's one of those, you know, like only constitutional laws apply and there's nothing in the constitution yeah. that says I have to pay a parking ticket kind of thing. You just, you just look up on YouTube, the natural man, and you'll get really frustrated, but then it loops around to being funny again. That sounds pretty yeah. amazing. Sorry, so Thulia. Oh my He's god. Thulian. Thulia. Yeah, it, it definitely had this vibe. And they were like, okay, well, your majesty, unless you can make bail, <laughs> you actually are just going to stay in jail while we're doing this trial. And, you know, it's 1954, so somewhat logically they bring in a psychiatrist or okay. two to evaluate him. Yeah. Um, and they're like, no, he actually is sane, but he believes that he's the crown prince regent of Thulia. Okay. He, both these things are true, okay. according to the psychiatrist. And so he ends up uh, going through the trial and serving his term. And that's the first episode in the life of Gerald Wayne Barnes that I wanted to tell you about. This is kind of how I encountered him was in the um, hoaxes.org because I think it's interesting to consider him a hoax because I don't think he's quite a hoax, but we're going to see. I'm very intrigued. This this is weird. Yeah. This is a weird one. And this is one that I had never heard about. Oh, also, uh, he says he had a law degree from the Royal College of Thulia. So he didn't have an attorney. Oh, Um, representing himself. Yeah, he represented himself. Yeah, yeah. With his law degree from the Royal College of Thulia, which I think is an interesting jump. Because it's one thing to say, okay, I have this massive nation that I'm in charge of. But to say you have a law degree from a college, you're like, well... How does that entitle you to practice American law? And where oh, is this college? True. Can we see it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I hadn't thought about the, the like, okay, well, now you have to pass the American bar, bucko. What? I mean, like, I understand where, oh, I bought one square foot of a manor mm-hmm. in England. So legally, technically, you have to call me sir, asshole, uh, because I now own a <laughs> lordship in Britain. Um, you know, so I could see him being like, no, I'm the king of Thulia. This is my land holding. And that's our, our mm-hmm. system of government. But like you said, then it breaks down for me where I'm like, okay, we'll produce the college. Is this like University of Phoenix? It's online. Nope. Got you. It's mm-hmm. 1954. The internet doesn't exist. Oh, Jason. Hey, in Thulia, they had the internet way before Shit, us. dude. <laughs> They're advanced on a lot yeah, of fronts. All right. Oh okay. my god. Okay. So once you know the name Gerald Wayne Barnes, which never give your kid the middle name Wayne, I feel like it's oh. just a recipe for disaster. It it makes their whole name seem kind of sinister. It does, like Bruce Wayne. I think Wayne is his middle name, too. Yeah, Bruce Wayne Batman. His <laughs> last name is Batman. It is. Batman. We have a call for Mr. Batman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. If somebody just looked at like his birth certificate or, or his address in the phone book, they'd figure yeah. it out, but nobody Batman. does. It's from Mr. Kerr, a Joe Kerr. <laughs> That's pretty <Hey>. good. <laughs> Zing. 
amazing. Oh, oh my God. Okay. So I went back a little bit um, and I found Gerald Wayne Barnes, or in fact, hoaxes did. And then I looked him up in the newspapers some more. And here's where he is in Seattle and Tacoma at age 17. He's a bank robber. So he's got quite the storied career. Yeah. So 17 year old Gerald Wayne Barnes, who I guess is certainly the crown prince at this point, right? I don't know if he's the regent yet. I don't know if his father was living in Canada yet. Yeah, 17's young. But yeah, that's, well, I don't know. Uh, that you know to take on a lot of responsibility you got to train them young that's true to rule a country that goes from kansas to the ocean God. yeah more responsibility so, than i want let me tell you i think <laughs> i'll stay unemployed <laughs> yeah it must not pay good if you're robbing banks no good point Mm-mm. and and here's here's jerry if you go back a little bit jerry age 16 or 17 um, grabs a five-year-old child as a human shield. What? He, yeah. He, um, he's this teenager, and he finds this five-year-old boy in Tacoma, and he says, I'll give you an ice cream cone. Come with me. <laughs> and they ride the bus down to the Puget Sound National Bank. Oh and this little guy, whose name is Sonny Fisher, which oh, is the cutest it thing, is. is like... An ice cream cone and a bus ride? Hooray! Heck yes. My new friend is the coolest. <laughs> Best day ever with the prince. Yup. And they, so they ride the bus downtown, which I don't know what the escape plan was other than having a five-year-old yeah. um, with you. But so he busts into the bank and he gives a note to the bank teller and he says, hand over the money or I'll shoot you and the little boy. Oh. The kid doesn't belong to me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I love this detail. The frightened cashier saw the little boy's eyes, all eyes, peeking out from beneath a leather helmet. And I was like, what? Did kids just, like, run around in leather helmets? Or what's happening? It's for his suicide car. You know, like, when they got the little goggles and the little aviator helmet. And... Oh, my God, that'd be so cute. Oh, goodness. Oh, mm-hmm. rapscallion Sonny. All right. So he sees yeah. all eyes peeking out from under this leather helmet. Yeah, and the cashier um, grabs all the currency out of a drawer and gives it to Jerry. And Jerry then lets go of the kid and walks home. <laughs> Couldn't afford a bus ride back, Jerry? I guess not. And uh, he got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Yeah, like you do. Um And, yeah, so the FBI and the city detectives catch him as he comes home, and he had returned from, as he put it, quite an afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where he spent the money on anything, because they said they they searched him, and there's no gun. What? So... Just, he just has a bunch of money in his pockets. Oh, my God. In his pants pockets and his coat pockets. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jerry, you idiot. You should have ditched it with the gun. You bury that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I don't think you ever had a gun, man. <laughs> <laughs> he had a kid in an ice cream cone. His hands were full. Yep. <laughs> you know what I never considered until this point is maybe Sonny was in on it. Sonny oh. was like, split the cash with me, man. Sonny was just like, buy me an ice cream with that money. I mean, he's like six, right? He doesn't have any concept of how much money he's getting from a heist. 
Um, no, no, he was the brains behind the whole thing. And he got away clean. <laughs> Brilliant little shit. <laughs> he had that teenager take the fall for him. Yeah, he did. That's oh. <laughs> the brilliance of it. <laughs> All right. So he's 17 oh years God. old. He's a prince. He's already arrested for, I don't know, kidnapping, bank robbery, not having a yeah. gun. So, you know, he got yeah. that charge dropped. <laughs> Failure to have a gun. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And as far as I can tell, he didn't bring up the whole Prince of Thulia thing at this point. Okay. So sometime between when he's 17 and when he's 26, sometime during which he's presumably in jail for a chunk of this, because... Yeah. That's a pretty open and shut case. I'd be impressed with a prosecutor who couldn't put him away on that one. Of a guy who just came back, no gun, to his house, pockets full of cash, and said, well, I've had quite the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, You'd be surprised. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. he got his law degree in Thulia. So he could be a pretty shit prosecutor. So yeah, he comes up with the Thulia thing, I assume, or finds out about the Thulia thing. Maybe his name was in the paper and his estranged father, the emperor, contacted him and was like, my son, you are illegally detained. Yes, my prodigal heir. (laughs) That is exactly how that went down. I will entertain no other ideas. (laughs) It's 110% how that went down. Yeah. All right, and so this is the point, and I'm proud of myself because this I did some more research. This is one at which hoaxes.org said they kind of lose track of him, but I didn't. I, I found one more it. episode. I know you didn't lose track of him because you mm-hmm. followed Raleigh to the ends of the freaking earth, my friend. Yes, I originally found out about this guy at the same time as I was researching Raleigh, and then eventually I had to split it up a little bit because I was kind of losing track of which alias and which doing what at what time. <laughs> Do their timelines overlap? Are they are they the same man, Liz? <laughs> uh, sadly, not enough, but yeah. actually wonderfully not enough because there's Jerry is a little more harmless, I guess, okay. in that he's, like, he'll say anything, but as far as I can tell, he never really hurt anybody. Oh, he just scared him. He didn't just stab his wife, you know, or yeah. her landlord, or whomever. <laughs> Whoever was around. Whoever was around. It was boring Sunday afternoon. Liz, in case people yeah. don't follow us on um, Facebook, tell me your Raleigh knock-knock joke. Okay, knock-knock. Who's there? Raleigh Faulkner. Stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. It's a good joke. I love Did it. That. I love it. Oh okay, God. sorry. So, uh, our boy Jerry Barnes, you found him again. Yes. I have one more episode in his life. Okay. And at this point, he's known as Jerry Noll, N O L L, or mm. Noel. I don't know what it is. No. And he pops up in Albuquerque, of no. all freaking places. All right. And. He's practicing law again, (laughs) amazingly. (laughs) And there was this whole episode that I'm sure if you're like, I don't know, went to school in Albuquerque, maybe you've heard about this or maybe not. But there was this whole thing in the 60s where um, there was this group of people who essentially said that uh, the U.S. is in this part of the country illegally. They should not be in New Mexico. Um, and okay. Hang on, let me scroll down to my good... Uh, here we go. Is the free Socorro thing. Okay. And um, there was a New Mexico county called Socorro. 
and there was a bunch of pe- there were a bunch of people who got together including a lot of uh sort of native mexican people and stuff like that and they said no this is not a part of the u.s you should let us be free and be a, a separate sovereignty. Okay. But yeah, there was, I guess, a big land grant thing in New Mexico in the 60s. And there was this guy named Reyes Lopez Tijerina. And he was leading these guys who were like, no, you have to um, give us this sovereignty. You have to give us this independence. Yeah. And of course, the whole idea of... Uh, here's our country that's a part of the U.S. got really appealing to somebody who already thought that his whole world was a part of the U.S. So Jerry latches onto this movement and uh, he was like, I'll be your lawyer. God! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, he's like, oh, I'm the attorney. They were called the Land Grant Alliance or the Free Socorro thing. And he's like, I'm their attorney and I'm going to argue for this, that, and the other. And I think from what I was able to pick up, a lot of people were sort of uncomfortable about him. Because for one thing, his claims weren't really coherent with what they were trying to do, but also he just was kind of unpleasant to be around. And and that's not what you need because this got really intense. Like, People went and hid in the mountains, and they, they like, took over a national park at one point. Oh, no way. They, like, okay. occupied it. And then when okay. they sent in the National Guard, everybody, like, ran up. Like, 30 people ran up into the forest. Okay. Uh, yeah, they had um, raided a rural courthouse, wounded two officers, and held several people hostage Ooh. so that people would listen to their demands. And uh, then they ran away. They go hide in the hills for a while. Jerry goes with them. Everybody gets arrested, and the whole um, Free Socorro thing, I think, is a whole separate interesting idea of, you know, I mean, let's be real. For the most part, the U.S. is made up of land that we took quasi-legally at best. Right, right. We made the rule, and then we said, this rule says I can have your land. Yeah. However, in the meantime, there's also Jerry, who is writing this manifesto for them and is saying, well, my name is Don Barney Quinto. And uh, he bought he took out this um, ad in the Albuquerque Journal and he says, hello, I'm Don Barney Quinto. Uh, I'm the legitimate heir of Ferdinand VII of Spain. I'm, let me see if I can get through this. Oh El Marquis de Marina Mayor, Grandi First Class Gentleman of the Bedchamber, Caesar's Advocate, <laughs> and Knight Grand Cross of the Most Noble Order of the Golden Fleece and of the Order of Isabel the Catholic, and also acting at the command of His Holy Caesarian Majesty. Those are just words, Jerry. They're just words, Jerry. They don't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. So the right. fact that he got arrested for helping people take over this campground in the National Forest really just brings him back into the courts, which is his favorite place as far as I can tell, because he can tell people about how fancy he is and how important he is. Yeah. And it's also my favorite because it puts him back in the papers and you find (laughs) out that he was actually arrested the preceding year for practicing law without a license. And uh, (laughs) this is his thing. Yeah. Yep. 
uh and i guess people got really into it um people started interviewing him because this was a free time uh and an exciting time and so when they charge him for you know taking over the campground he's like guess what his argument is Devin? oh god is he I'm a, a sovereign yeah yeah he's a sovereign He's not under yeah. the jurisdiction of courts in this country. He's the king of the eastern and western Indies and islands and mainlands of the Ocean Sea continent, which is exciting. Ocean dash sea continent. Oh. And of Nueva España, Nueva Galicia, Nuevo Toledo, and of Española and Tierra Firme, and of Louisiana and the Floridas. <laughs> wait, wait, what happened to his country that his daddy's the emperor of? It's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> It got absorbed by his new land holdings. Maybe it's like an empire and then all these yeah. pieces make it up. Okay. okay. That's my gotcha. theory. It's okay. a good question. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah. He's king of a lot. He's king of a lot and people get really into it. And they like the free state of Socorro thing. I mean, that is one yeah. way to definitely engage people with your stuff is put it in the newspaper. And so people are like, oh, yeah, let's issue, you know, visas and passports oh and currency God. and all this kind of stuff, which oh I think would God. be kind of fun. Well, in so its that's own the, thing. Yeah, that's the part of that is we've talked about this before. That's the part I give a shit about projects, you know, like when you and I decided we were going to write our own murder mystery and we didn't mm -hmm. write the murder mystery game, we spent a lot of time fleshing out characters and designing name tags. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, making a flag and currency sounds like fun. I don't give a shit about planning the infrastructure, though. The part no. that actually makes this country work. So... <laughs> so okay, most politicians don't either. <laughs> oh, oh, burn. Oh, and burn. a zing for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, I don't know if Jerry had any policy ideas or if his whole policy idea was just, I get to practice law and yeah. I'm in charge of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they set bonds for him in this case and uh, it, it was pretty high because he kept failing to appear because as we <laughs> know, he doesn't think that anybody has any jurisdiction over no. him. No, um yeah. And so they try to argue with him and they, you know, evaluate him psychiatrically. And they're like, no, he's sane. this. He just has this concept. And they say, OK, are are you the king? This is 1967, right? They're like, are yeah. you the king of this area? And he's like, yes, this area has been under the kingdom of the Indies for centuries. The only way the U.S. could have acquired New Mexico was to declare war and conquer us or by treaty. And there's no such treaty. OK. And you're like, well, I mean, if you set up a false premise in the first place, then yeah. I think it's easy to say that, uh, no, <laughs> well, you had to bring seven flags and you only brought five. So therefore, yeah, Sucks you're not in charge of New Mexico. Yeah. That's so, okay. You just mm -hmm. can't argue that. Like you said, you start with a false premise. So, yeah. okay. Where the, where the hell do you go from there? Yeah. So yeah, you he don't. got arrested he got convicted as far as i can tell but beyond that i lose okay. him so i don't know wow. uh this is another case where you're like okay people are jumping around with a lot of aliases and if you go from gerald wayne barnes to jerry knoll and if yeah. you change yourself from being the prince of thulia and as far as i can tell <laughs> he doesn't really bring up thulia in this third case okay. he's talking about all his titles in the free state of socorro and being don barney quinto okay 
<laughs> but he's yeah. not talking about Thulia. So for all we all know, right. he is making YouTube videos about yeah. <laughs> being a sovereign citizen and that you can get a, a passport and a certificate to be a part of his nation. I have Whoa. no idea. How weird. Okay. Presumably mm-hmm. he never married. You never found any mention of a wife or... No. He had a sister, though. Okay. Doña Helena Anita de las Indias. Um, so the sister might not exist. Yeah, I, I have no idea. She only pops up sort of secondhand in these stories. Okay. And I, I can't tell if she got arrested or if she was made up or if she was... um totally separate person who he just pointed to her and was like that's my sister she's a princess we know that for true you know um well yeah and then you gotta wonder like is this like that's my wife and you're like you're not married well she's my spiritual wife Mm -hmm. under the conditions (laughs) of my my fancy made-up religion yeah yeah well in thulia we marry people just by pointing to them and saying that we're married to them now do you know how many times you and I have been married? A whole lot. <laughs> a whole lot. Every time we go into Joanne's or Target together, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll marry anybody after five minutes on a Target. That's just true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I can't even get out of, what is it called these days? Spots? Spot or whatever? Oh, yeah, spot, spot. Or, yeah, exactly. It's the dollar it's, zone. It's the dollar zone. It's so good. They have their Halloween shit there, dude. Like. <sighs> yeah i need this bowl for um bailey spent his allowance bailey the dog spent his allowance on a new water bowl and i don't even know how he got to target but i came home and it's his water bowl and it's from the halloween spot section and the inside says which better have my candy and um, wait a minute it's actually a dog water bowl no it's i think it's a candy bowl but he's using it as his water bowl I don't know, dude. The things this dog does, I don't get it. It's got a lot of attitude. So this is kind of an odd story because it's just it like is. three things. One of them took place in Washington. The other two didn't, although I'm pretty sure Washington is considered a part of the Empire of well, Thulia or I think you're right. whatever empire he was having no. later in life. But I, He said it went to Oregon, so... Mm, that's true. Yeah. But I'm sorry, really... I just. Oh no, that's cool. Just, like... I just want to make sure that we know the borders of Thulia. Yeah. You know, I. It's a lot to keep track of, so. We need to map it out. Well, I'm yeah. intrigued by the idea that he then. I don't know if he died in jail or if he then got out and did other stuff because. Certainly, the other better-known people associated with this movement didn't serve a tremendous amount of time in prison. Yeah. So... Okay. Who knows what he went on to do after that? And I, for all we know, there's somebody who's got this, like, elderly, really intense dude on their mail route or who comes into the (laughs) Rosars on Tuesday afternoons and is trying to pass money that he made with Crayolas. Like, yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And you're like, dude, you got to take that to the bank. They got to exchange it. I can't accept your Thuliites. You can't send Jerry to the bank, Devin. (laughs) Yeah. He's not allowed. I don't work at a bank. I don't care. You're right. He probably has a lifetime ban from all of them. Probably. Oh, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. I like your thought. I like thinking that he's just some extremely intense older dude walking around. You got to watch The Natural Man. Mm-hmm. I'm. Maybe this is the same man. 
I do. I do have to watch The Natural Man. And I know this kind of, I don't want to get a bunch of messages from people being like, actually, sovereign citizens is a whole thing. I know. Oh, man. I know. And it's bananas. And I don't know. It's great to end the episode talking about, listen, it's never worked and it's never going to work. And there's no mechanism of action by which it could work when we started the episode talking about crystals and how we love them. (laughs) But... Someday I will do all the different independence movements that we've had of, you know, Cascadian independence and the whole part where the eastern side of Washington wants to split off and become its own thing and all that good stuff I think is interesting. But I think it's bold move on Jerry's part because he was not like, I'm going to secede with Thulia. He was like, in fact, I already have Thulia and you have no authority (laughs) over me to be here. You can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> yeah. I'm one step did. ahead of you guys. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, which, you know, is intriguing given that he was hanging around with, like, nativist people who probably could yeah. have explained to him that saying, but we already live here doesn't work with the U.S. Oh, God, right? Right? <laughs> They're just like, you know what, buddy? Go for it. You got a mm-hmm. ton of energy and... Well, you'll exhaust yourself. He'll take a nap and we'll get some real work done about 3 p.m. Yeah, I also imagine that they were like, okay, well, when the cops come, send the white guy out. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Shit, yeah. This is our attorney and he can explain to them all his titles. And while he's listing all his titles and all the territories, he's the prince of, we're all going to run out the back. Yeah, we're going to escape back to the forest. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Oh, it was man. like that classic thing in like cartoons where they wind up the little toy mouse and just send it out and everybody's yes. looking at it and they get yes. the frying pan to the head. And then, yep, exactly. And then uh, uh, Jerry sneaks out the back, mm-hmm. you know, on his little tiptoe feet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> God. I don't even know how you find these stories. These These mysterious people. That you come across. I just don't even understand how you how you come up with their names. So this is awesome. I'm glad you do these stories. I they have... are sure as sugar, not what I am researching. So. I have a lot of things to procrastinate from and a newspapers.com subscription. So That's my girl. Yes. How it's done. Oh, lordy. Yeah, with this guy, I don't know. He's out there mysterious, just like... D.B. Cooper and Raleigh Faulkner and Jerry Barnes, Noel Wayne, Prince of Thulia are all just hoisting be- beers someplace. Eating beers someplace. Eating beers. Eating- Stop it. That is exactly how you say- End the episode. I'm not talking to you anymore. Over. <laughs> I like to think that they do get together like once a year, you know, in, in Alamogordo. You know, or or in Wenatchee, or you know, just pick some random little town, and they all get a beer together. Yeah, they're like, like they any closer to getting to you? No, I'm good. They don't even know oh. I exist. <laughs> <laughs> I escape back to Thulia. They can't cross international waters to get me. <laughs> By which I mean this bucket. <laughs> This bucket is exactly right. Oh my god. I So I keep meaning to tape this and call it like baby broads or something, but Lydia yeah. is on a big kick of mysteries, and so sometimes I try to repurpose some of our stories for her, uh, which she generally doesn't like because she likes mysteries that have like a neat ending 
and yeah. I don't have those for the most part, but I, I did tell her the D.B. Cooper story, and she thought about it for a All second, right. and she said, let's go look for him. She wanted us <laughs> on the weekend... <laughs> To just, like, she has a little backpack that looks like an owl, and whenever we're going someplace, she, like, packs it up with, like, band-aids and a water bottle and some stuffed animals and a coloring book and some crayons. And I was like, well, how are you going to find D.B. Cooper when nobody else has? And she said, I'm going to look for his footprints. So I'll keep you updated on how her search to find D.B. Cooper is going. Please take her to... Uh, what is it? I just had it. The Bull and Pitcher State Park, what, Riverside State Park. Take her there. Yeah. Take her on a little hike. Take photos of her in her little backpack and look for prints. <laughs> yes. Bless I should bury heart. like all my spare change in a little box and help her um, dig it up. <laughs> so when Jonah was probably three or four, there's a part under Judy, uh, Jason's mom's deck that was just loose sand and Jason took a bunch of quarters and one Sacagawea dollar oh my gosh. and he buried it out there. And then when, you know, Jonah got picked up from preschool, he told him that he saw some pirates in the backyard Aww. and then he thought they were burying treasure. So they went out there and Jonah got to dig up pirate treasure. Oh my God. I have to steal that. That was so cute. Isn't that precious? Oh man. Oh man. I want to have another baby with that man. Aww. What a cool thing. Do it with Lydia. Mm-hmm. Find DB Cooper. Some wadded up $20 bills in the ground, Liz. <laughs> Some rotty, gross things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some Thulean bills. Oh my god. I bet they would look really good if Jerry ever took the time to, like, draw them you out. think so? I think, I think all money think looks more interesting than American money. Yeah, that's true. I was just figuring he used, like, pieces of lettuce. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that his, uh, his commitment to this seems to have extended just to bullshitting when called on it i don't think he really and writing long manifestos so really his main crime was being born 50 years too early to be a big internet guy he would have been great he would have had the biggest website with the most pop-ups and viruses yes glitter text oh my god the under construction gif oh my god Mm. yeah like with a with a wing beans or whatever those weird little clip art bean men were like with the jackhammer yeah yeah oh yep. sounds about right <sighs> i'm gonna wind us up it's coming up on an hour all right my oh. friend take us on home yeah those were three episodes in the life of jerry wayne barnes and you've been listening to ouija broths you can find us on the web at podbean we're on itunes and on both those you can rate review and subscribe which makes us happy Mm -hmm. and helps other people find us we Mm -hmm. are on social media at facebook twitter instagram um, we're kind mm-hmm. of trying to get a discord server going but i don't know if i have the energy to really get into that so we're gonna see I don't know what Discord servers are. So it's just like a you chat don't know room. what's going on my end. Oh, it's like a chat wow. room. So somebody come into the Discord and, and chat with me and convince me that it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> somebody come do yeah. our social media for us. <laughs> but no, if you're not with us on Facebook, especially in Instagram, you're missing out because there's hilarious stuff and random excellent things. Facebook, I think, is where it happens the most. Mm -hmm. I like that as a platform for this. Yeah. And as it tells us, ever since we got over 300, you're almost to 500 likes. Yeah. Every time I see that, I'm just like, really? No, I'm still in the 300s. 
Oh. <laughs> we're closer to 500 than oh. zero. <laughs> yeah, but we're closer to 250 than 500. So let's talk <laughs> about that little algorithm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Did I forget anything? No, just what you want them to do for us. I want them to live weird. To die weird. And stay weird. Whether you're the prince of your own nation or whatever that entails for you. <laughs> Do you think we have royalty listening to us? Definitely. Yeah. You're, you're my, my princess. <laughs> <laughs>